I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. My life be like... Welcome to Off Court with the McGowans, powered by Husker Online. Nebraska basketball players Trey and Bryce McGowans give you an inside look at the program and much more. Off Court is brought to you by Tavern 180 and Tanner's Bar and Grill in Lincoln. Hello and welcome again to another edition of Off Court with Trey and Bryce McGowans, Sean Callahan with Husker Online, Robin Washett, Nebraska basketball players Trey and Bryce McGowans, and guys... We just decided we're, we're going to go all in with, with guests today, and we got a couple of people joining us here in studio today. Trey and Bryce, who is up here with us today? Um, we got Latman and Kobe Webster, um, returning from last year's team, so I'm excited to have them. How, how's it going, guys? What's up? Chilling, man. Chilling. <laughs> well, yeah, no, this is usually what we would call opening headlines, so we're going to hit a lot of things. We're sitting here watching NBA Finals, so we're not going to get too in um, to the game itself, but you guys had media day today, kind of a media day. I mean, what was that like getting a chance to, to talk and connect a lot of media people? I mean, I've had media day before, so it might have been a little different for Bryce because um, it was his first media day, but it was just a usual media day. Obviously, a lot different um, compared to a year ago. Actually, being able to speak, I guess you can say live, people actually interviewing you um, without being on Zoom. What was the the best question, and, and what was it, the one that I asked, and then what was the worst question? I think the best question was. Kind of a question that we kind of answer a lot, um, just talking about the excitement um, of just this year's team and, I mean, getting to play with my little brother. And Bryce, for you, you know, this is your first college, quote-unquote, media day. I know you've done plenty of interviews in the past, but mm-hmm. uh, what was this experience like for you? Uh, it was real fun, you know, got to see a lot of new faces, hopefully got to connect, you know, with everybody um, watching out there. So, you know, I'm kind of used to it, uh, but... It was it was good, and then I know Lat, you got to go as well. Kobe's going next week, I believe, with the the second group on Tuesday. So, uh, you know, Lat, uh, this kind of feel like things are are getting for real now. You're getting back in front of the cameras and microphones. <laughs> <laughs> they get real serious. <laughs> nah, it was just um, it was just fun, you know. Um, kind of having everybody out there, all the cameras in front of you, you know. Like Trey said, you know that Zoom. I wasn't cutting it, you know, because ain't nobody really trying to talk on Zoom, but when, 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 when it's for real, then, you know, it's, it's more exciting. So, yeah, it was definitely exciting. So I remember, I think somebody made the comment, to, I think it was you, lad, afterwards, uh, that I remember going back to last season, and, you know, Kobe's in this as well, uh, you know, when things got tough, you know, you three seem to be the three guys that are always stepping in front of the Zoom press conferences and, uh, you know, being the voice of the team during some, some real tough times. I mean, both on the court and off with the COVID stuff, I guess. But why was that something that you guys wanted to put yourselves out there and get in front of Because I mean, you could have said no. I mean, you could have just said, you know what, I don't want to talk. But it seemed like all three of you guys were really willing to put yourself up there and, and answer questions when you probably didn't feel like it. I mean, I really didn't know we had a choice. <laughs> fair, fair. Um, I mean, sometimes we, I guess we can have a choice, but they're not that bad. But, I mean, the tone of the press conference is going, or media days, you can say, going to be a lot different um, this year coming around. Yeah, definitely. What about you, Kobe? I mean, 
was it tough? I mean, to come up there time again, even you know after you know the, that losing streak you guys went through, and you know you're going through all that stuff, playing every other day. I'm sure you're just tired of talking and, and doing all that stuff. I guess how what, what was that process like for you? Not just the interviews, but you know maybe last season as a whole, going through all the stuff that you guys went through, you know, on the court, and then especially with all the COVID stuff and, and the way that that season ended. It was definitely tough, like you said, you know. But for me, um, to touch on the interview part, obviously it's just a respect thing. I mean, you guys come in there. Um, we want to respect your time. You guys got questions for us. We want to answer them to the best of our ability. Um, there's obviously fans that watch those press conferences and want to know what's going on in the game, what's going on in the locker room. So um, I think just giving that little bit of access to you guys and to the fans, um, that was sort of my sort of perspective on it. All right, you're listening here to Off Court with Trey and Bryce McGowns, brought to you by Tavern 180 and Tanner's sports bar and grill as we've got a, a jam-packed studio here robin and, and plenty of questions well and staying on the theme of t- today's media day uh you guys both mentioned something i thought was pretty interesting bryce you talked about your what was it the the goal sheet mm-hmm. uh, vision board vision board thank you yes, i couldn't remember the term and then trey you said you have something in your room yeah what what, what, what does it say uh just control it control what you can control um i mean there's gonna be ups and downs but i mean as long as you doing your best um because i mean the group of guys we got this year i know everybody's gonna get it all um and everybody got a common goal that's just to win so where did that start i mean to, to put something on your wall that you see every day you know whether it's a vision board or uh you know a quote that just kind of sets the tone for 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 every day where did that idea come from for you guys and why is it important to you to to do something like that well it first started when um i saw you know trey had it up uh last year and you know, I really you know never thought much about it until I got here, and just you know, just to you know be able to put something up that you know motivates you every day to get up and you know go get it, and you know have um, you know today's plan, uh, this season's plan, five year plan, and a ten year plan, mm-hmm. uh, just really set goals you know so you can go out and achieve and just work towards it every day. Trey, with you, I mean, where, where did that? That saying, I mean, where did you first hear that? Control what um, you control. And why does that mean something special to you? Uh, one of my um, old coaches, um, still good friends, um, mentor, um, Coach Underwood, he just he just told me to write my goals down. We made goals. Everybody got their own goals, personal goals, professional, um, all that. But, I mean, none of that happens without winning mm-hmm. and just trying to be the best player you can be every day. So he, he held me. He made a goal for me. He was like, whenever the draft is, he was like, just have your draft suit ready. Whatever method it is this year. Trey and Bryce, what's been different about Coach Hoiberg so far? I mean, have you noticed him a little bit different as he's working with you guys from a year ago? I mean, does he just feel a little bit more at ease with the roster, with COVID? I don't want to say COVID's behind us because there's definitely still COVID stuff going on, but just not having to worry about everything last year. I mean, do you guys feel like his level of confidence and where he's at with you guys is different right now? Um, His level of confidence is definitely um, up a lot. I feel like he's way more intense this year just because the group that we have and just the potential he sees in us. Um, and then, like I said, um, like just the people he's been with, the teams he's coached, players he's, he's coached. Um, I mean, so that, that definitely motivates us, um, just knowing where he came from, play, coaching in the NBA, playing in the NBA, just being everywhere, um, whether it's college and just being surrounded by great players. I know the the other news of the week. You guys added a new player uh, with Alonjo Verge Jr. Uh, and I, you kind of mentioned uh, his 
what he's shown so far in his first couple of practices with you guys. But, uh, you know, for your listeners, what, what, what have you seen from him and, and what's he going to bring to the table for you guys? I mean, he's a dog offensively and defensively. I mean, he's going to make the bright play every time. Um, and then he's definitely a team player trying to make um, his teammates better. Um, and then, I mean, he makes the right reads every time. Yeah, uh, picking up off what Trey said, you know, uh, he's a, you know, he brings a lot of energy. Um, he's skilled, uh, a very skilled talent. You know, he can. He's a dog defensively and offensively. You know, he's a three sc- uh, three level scorer, and you know he makes the team better. And then Kobe, personality wise, I mean, he's a late addition to the roster. Uh, how, how does he fit in with you guys off the court? Because I know you guys have already developed a pretty good chemistry with this group, even with all the new players. Does he kind of fit in with the 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 culture and the, and the bond you guys have established so far? Yeah, I mean, I think he will. He's only been here for, I think, four or five days. Yeah, I think days. it's a Saturday. Yeah, so, um, you know, it, we haven't really got to hang out with him off the court so much um, just because, you know, he's going through getting an apartment sure. and different stuff sure. like that. Um, so he's pretty busy just getting settled in. Um, but like they said, on the court, I think his energy, um, his leadership ability, the way he talks, um, and then, like they said, he's a dog. He's He's um, he's bringing that to the table for sure. So I think that makes it easy for him to fit in um, with the culture, like you said. So I think off the court, it'll be um, easy to, to hang out with him, to, to talk to him um, and really get to know him. Another guy that kind of got brought up today uh, during the during the media day was Wilhelm. And, you know, uh, it's, it's funny because he's he's got a, a different look to him, you know, with the goggles and the beard, the, the shaggy hair. But, I mean, he's finally getting healthy again. He's getting on the court with you guys. And from some of the answers seemingly everybody that was asked about him gave, he can ball. I mean, I guess what's what's kind of been your impression of him so far for any of you guys? Uh, well, when he was, you know, out, you know, recovering from uh, his, you know, minor, in- nothing crazy, but his injury, uh, you know, we've all seen that he's, you know, he's a hard worker. You know, he's always in the gym. Every time I'm in the gym, he's in the gym. Uh, always getting extra work and always picking up on things. And when he came back, what was it, yesterday? Was yesterday his first day? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he brought a lot of energy. You know, uh, he had already known everything, picked up on everything while he was on, you know, watching our, us practice. So, really, I feel like, he, you know, he'll, he'll be a key part of our team. All right, guys, well, we got a, a full show on, on tap. And here's how we're going to format that. We're going to do a couple mailbag segments, and all your teammates are going to be involved in this with you. But I want to have a segment where we get to know each one of these guys a little bit better. So, when we come back, it's Kobe's turn to be in the hot seat, and we're going to have some fun with Kobe Webster. Webster, you're listening here to Off Court with Trey and Bryce McGowns. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. You're listening to Off Court with the McGowans, brought to you by Tavern 180 and Tanner's Bar and Grill in Lincoln. And welcome back here to Off Court with Trey and Bryce McGowns, Sean Callahan, Robin Washett, Trey and Bryce McGowns, and joined now by Kobe Webster on mic as this segment of the show. First of all, guys, brought to you by Slim Chickens as uh, they came up tonight in studio and let me tell you, Bill Hooks and his crew, uh, I think they, they did as good of a job as anybody bringing the food up tonight. 
And I think we got a few new Slim Chicken fans up here tonight. Fire. I mean, we got Zaxby's back home. So nah. when I came up here, I was like, Ugh, I don't know, but that definitely topped it for sure. <laughs> and, Fire. For sure. I'll tell you what. They, they have a combination of tenders and wings at a fast food restaurant, mm-hmm. which that's game changer. You don't see that very often. Right. Chicken sandwich, too. And they got waffles. And, and they got waffles. Ooh, we ain't had a waffle tonight. Know that. We hey, we talking to Jake. Chicken and waffles breakfast. Need it. Yeah. <laughs> Need it. Need all that. So needless to say, thank you, Slim Chickens. We got a, a new a bunch of fans here in studio tonight that will be going back. But, guys, Kobe Webster joining us here in studio. Um, and it's your chance to put him on the hot seat here as Trey and Bryce. I know have lots of great stuff for you, Kobe. So yeah, um, get ready. They're going to bring it. Well, uh, first off, you know, I want to thank Lat, you know, Kobe. Trey, for you know, uh, looking out for the young kid on the block. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. You know, teaching me some. You know, teaching me some stuff, uh, and you know, really pushing me uh, to elevate to the next level. Yes, sir. But Kobe, um, you know, after last year's season, uh, what are you most looking forward to? You know, this season coming up with this 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 year's group. Um, I think the momentum that we had, those that last that back back part of the season. Um, I'm looking to carry that over. You know, I think we was playing the right way. Everybody was was moving. The ball was moving. Defensively, we was locked in. Um, we got a couple wins. Um, had a great chance to win against Penn State um, in the tournament. Um, up, I think 15 at halftime. 13. 13. Um, <laughs> but uh, you remember that day? <laughs> 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 no, that was at the crib too. I was hot, but. Uh, no, nah, I think just carrying over that momentum, uh, especially with the pieces we, we brought in um, and the returners. So um, I think I'm just, just most excited about being able to play alongside a lot of the guys I played with last year and the new guys, especially especially five right here. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir, Ski. All right, Cole. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm nervous for this one. I ain't gonna lie. Nah, nah, nah. nah. Well, ain't gonna be nothing, nah. Right, right, right. But nah, um, I mean, me, I know my dream, um, play high major basketball. Um, you had a, you had an obstacle before you got here, mm-hmm. um, of course. Um, but I mean, tell me a little bit about your story. Um, I mean, what it took to get here. Yeah. I mean, obviously, took a lot of work, um, okay. especially to make that jump. It's yeah. definitely not easy. Yeah. Um, I say. I was starting high school. I mean, going into my freshman year of high school, I was I was even shorter, Trey, if you can believe that. Um, <laughs> I was about, I want to say like 5'4", 120. And so I was all... <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I was telling you, nah, look, look, look. Hey, I was a buck, though. King taller than him. Hey, a buck, though. Buck. Nah, 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 I for sure. Promise I already you. know. I promise you, buck. You can ask anybody. Um, nah, but real talk, though, I was, so like, I was already um, overlooked going into high school just based on my size. I wasn't, like, athletic. Uh, I could always shoot, but um, my size was was a problem, I guess, uh, when it came, came down to it. But... Um, I was on the varsity team, got to play with some some great players, Trayvon Blewett, Jaren Jackson, shout out my dogs. Um, but um, from that point, it was just always a chip on my shoulder. And so once I got to my senior year, I only had two offers going into college. Um, chose to go to Western Illinois, went there, and, and basically just did what I had to do. Um, I kind of told myself um, that I wanted to play high major, like you said, that was a dream. So it was like, you know, I I just gotta grind. Mm-hmm. I got I got one more step uh, between 
between high school and high major basketball, and that was that step. So went in there, worked, did what I had to do, and, you know, now I'm here. Yeah. Like you said, um, you played with Trayvon Blewett, um, Jaron Jackson. Um, I mean, Jaron Jackson played with the Grizzlies, um, with kind of a hometown kid, um, mm. Ja. Um, I mean, what were some things, like, he kind of told you? And I know it was definitely motivating just to see y'all competing on mm -hmm. a daily basis and stuff like that. Um, I just say the confidence level. I think Jaron, like, our freshman year, Jaron was, like, he was still growing, so he was still getting used to his body. Um, but once he made that, that sort of jump, I think I want to say between sophomore and junior year, um, and we was playing AAU together, so seeing him, you know, pick up all these offers, um, the traveling, the camps he would go to, the USA team, all that stuff, like you said, it was just motivating. Um, I think him and his pops, they had the utmost confidence in me too. Um, they actually kind of helped me um, in terms of my decision to come to Nebraska. So um, I think just having a little bit of support from a dude like that, um, somebody that's still humble, um, even though he's at the highest level, uh, it definitely helps. And picking up off what you said about, uh, you know, you being at Western Illinois, do we got them on schedule this year? Yeah, that's yeah. yeah that's the rematch. Ooh, I, ain't gonna, I ain't gonna speak on that. <laughs> oh, we not gonna. I, I, no, no, we can't. No, we can't. I don't, I, don't, I don't. All the people that I play with ain't there no more. The coach different. You feel me? Coach different. Okay, everything. So, okay. But no, it's it's still up. It's still for sure. yes, up for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Then, no, no, you know. no. You go ahead. Ask whatever. No, I was just I was just gonna ask. Uh, oh, yeah, they on the what you what you looking forward to? But I ain't even know they had no, all these changes no, and stuff. Uh, you know, I'm not. I'm not going to, you know, put no pressure on myself. Same game. Like that. Still feel, hooping. It's a, yeah, we hooping. Right. It's a That's game. That's the regular season opener. Though. That's on, yeah, hey, game is a game. Yeah. You feel me? You, you but gonna it's hoop up. Or are you going to whatever. You know what I mean? Me? You better get right. So, um, nah, I'm excited for that. But, um, like I said, I'm not going to put no pressure on myself. It's just another game. Um, we'll go out there, do what I got to do to win. Kobe, you obviously had a decision uh, about you know, to take advantage of this extra year. You talked about some of the reasons why coming back was appealing to you, but how much did it play into the the roster that Fred and, and Matt and the rest of the staff have been able to build to pair along with the group that you have coming back, with Trey and, and Lat and, and, and all those guys, but didn't bring in Bryce, to bring mm -hmm. in CJ, Keon, Wilhelm, uh, you know, Alonzo, all those guys. To, to I mean, the, the level of talent across the board on this year's roster, in, in my opinion, is as good as it's been maybe since at least the 90s. And mm -hmm. I don't think that's a stretch to say that. So uh, how much did that play into the fact that you know, not only do you have a chance to play another year of high major college basketball, but you guys got a real opportunity to win yeah. and win at a high level and do something that this program has never done before. No doubt. Um, like I said, the momentum from last year is really what sort of sparked that, that interest to come back. Um, we had plenty of pieces last year, and I think, like you said, the pieces we brought in just sort of sort of up the level even more. Um, and then, obviously, these two dudes, Trey and Lat, um, were on me about it. Um, with a whole summer to kind of get that chemistry <laughs> exactly, too. Yeah, exactly. And so, obviously, we had, I don't even know how many of what, I think it was like seven or eight new faces last year. Um, and so, we only had a summer to really get right, and then obviously preseason. So, having that year under our belt, um, I think is definitely going to help for the returners. And like you said, we got, we got pieces. Um, so, it's definitely going to be exciting. I'm excited to play along these guys. And like I said, I think the skill level definitely um, – went up a, even more mm -hmm. i'm gonna kind of um 
kind of answer the question you asked Kobe um, before I ask him this next question. I mean, Kobe, um, I mean, guys like him, like we got a lot of guys like him on this team. I mean, that, that's kind of what makes everything mm-hmm. super exciting because, I mean, Kobe's competitor, um, I mean, he understands and he, he kind of took takes on the leadership role this year. I mean, of just stress it. Um, as long as we win, everybody will reach their personal goals and more. Um, so, I mean, like I said, um, great leader. But I'm going to ask you about um, high school basketball. Uh, I mean, yeah. I know Indiana, um, I mean, hotbed for talent. Yep, yep. Um, sold out, sold out crowds. Yep. Some of the biggest games in high school basketball history. Um, what was that environment like? Man, it was dope. It was super dope. Um, my freshman year, I didn't play a whole lot. Um, but I think being on the varsity team and seeing guys like Trayvon Blewett um, go out and do what they did, scoring 40, scoring 50 points in front of these crowds, um, it was super cool. Um, like you said, sold out like arenas. I think we have like three of the like biggest high school um, gyms like in the country or something like that. So all of our playoff games were held at those those locations. So seeing those crowds and even just going to games that weren't necessarily my games, going to watch my, my friends play um, in different tournaments and stuff like that. Um, it definitely, I mean, it just, it's just motivating, you know, it just, um, it makes you want to play in front of those crowds. And like you said, play at this level um, of high major basketball in front of those type of crowds. All right. And we got time for one more question for you, Cope. Um, I mean, we we've seen the work we you've put in. Um, what's some Husker fans can kind of should kind of expect? Um, I mean, we 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 saw a lot of it to end the year last year. Um, I mean, we all know get a bucket whenever. <laughs> um, what's what's something going into this um, summer that you kind of wanted to work on that'll help this team? Uh, I think my playmaking ability. I think last year we saw a lot of catch and shoot threes, which obviously you definitely gonna see a lot of that too. Um, but, you know, I think playing more on the ball a little bit, giving you a break um, and being able to create, um, get to the rim, finish a little better. I feel like I didn't finish very well last year. Um, but I think just being able to create for, for guys like you, Bryce, Lat, get you guys open shots. We had, like we talked about, we got plenty of weapons that are going to knock down shots. So I think that's something uh, going into the summer. I think that was something I, I wanted to focus on. Well, Kobe, thank you for joining us here. He's going to hang around and rejoin us for the mailbag as we're going to change it up a little bit. We're going to have two mailbag segments, and both Lad and Kobe are going to join Trey and Bryce, so this should be a lot of fun. But mm-hmm. it's going to be Lat's turn next. So mm-hmm. when we come back, um, Lat will join us here as uh, we get to know him more here. You're listening to Off Court with Trey and Bryce McGowns. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with lips and ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N ads.com. You're listening to Off Court with the McGowans, brought to you by Tavern 180 and Tanner's Bar and Grill in Lincoln. And welcome back here to Off Court. Sean Callahan, Robin Washa, Trey Bryce McGowans, as uh, we are moving right through it. Got Lat Mayan now in studio, as we're going to get to know him more. But the segment of the program brought to you by our friends at A1 Automotive here in downtown Lincoln. And let me tell you, Bryce, uh, Kendall and the guys over there, they took care of you. You had 
had you were you were running into some issues, check engine light issues, and, and you, you stopped in the A one, right? Yes, sir. A uh, big shout out to uh, Mr. Kendall and uh, his guys, you know, for helping me with my car and getting it fixed. All right. Well, we got Lat here, and I know Bryce and Trey. You guys are gonna have you, you've got some material. You guys lived with Lat last year, right? Yeah, me and um, Kobe did. One oh four. One oh four. What what do you got here to start us out with? Uh, well, I'm gonna start it out. So Lat, back when you was at the crib, yeah. Uh, you know, we've been we've been working every day. You know, getting it in. Uh, early mornings, delay nights. Uh been crafting what you know what improvements have you seen uh have you seen yourself make you know over the past you know months that you've been off since last year season probably um just a little more aggressive for real you know mm-hmm. putting the ball on the ground a little more uh when i was out there with you guys um at your place it was fun for real like just being able to play with you guys obviously you coming in yeah. not not on campus yet you know it was, it was fun playing with you you know kind of get a feel on uh, how you play and how you you know how you like getting your shots up and everything so that was definitely fun but yeah definitely being more aggressive that's that'd be my mindset for real i mean i i actually feel like i kind of know last game pretty well um but i mean when he came back home um shout out um ron um big ron yeah i mean he got he got us right we was working out while we was back at home um lat lat was with us he came i think he came for like two weeks um we had some great runs um while we were back at home i didn't even get to see that that um lat <laughs> Lat, lat was different. I ain't never seen that lat. Both <laughs> like I seen, I seen lat get a bucket. Um, like whenever like pickup type, but I mean just watching that, it was just exciting to see. I mean, look like lat was like just back having fun, just being him. I mean, getting on the rim. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, ISO, um, hitting hitting shots, post up, all that. So, I mean, I'm I'm just excited to um see lat just get back to that and just I mean just really just be him. But I mean. Growing up, Adelaide, Australia. Yeah. You grew up kind of in Nigeria a little bit, right? Nah, South Sudan. South Sudan. I, yeah. I was born in South Sudan, and then my family went to Australia when I was about nine. What was kind of like hoops like um, overseas? I know y'all kind of play against a lot of professional. I know y'all got like little academies and stuff like that. So how was that um, kind of growing up? It was tough because um, so the academy AIS um I think they changed the name now I think it's Center of Excellence but uh, it was in uh, it was based in Canberra which is obviously if you guys don't know that's the capital city of Australia ain't too much to do out there that's really when um I improved my jump shot for real cuz you know I, I didn't know I didn't know too many people out there you know I just really in the gym a lot but um the competition was you know was high level you know we were playing against grown men you know what I'm saying like I'm talking about probably the youngest guy in our team was probably like 14, 15, you know what I'm saying? Like, they, t- they take everybody, you know, um, from different age groups and stuff like that. It's pretty much based, like, it's really to um to develop, like, national team. Like, that's really what the um the academy is for, is for national players, you know what I'm saying? So, But we play we play in uh, in a league called C-Ball, where we play grown, grown man. So, like, NBL, you guys obviously know what yeah, NBL yeah, is. Uh-huh. So C ball is pretty much uh, they changed the, they changed the name now so it's NBL one but C ball back then was it was like the the second level below NBL where off season guys who you know from NBL would come down there and play so that was a competition we had so it was definitely tough though. Um, for the one listeners who might not know what the NBL is, um, kind of tell them about a little bit about it and then also like some of the players who played played in the NBL. Um, 
so the NBL is the National Basketball League in Australia, you know, the biggest league um, for basketball in Australia. Um, it's improving every year, as you guys, you know, you guys probably didn't know what it was a few years ago. No. But now, you know, it's getting big. You got you got people from over here going over there, cut straight out of high school to go play, you know. You know, like, I don't know if you guys heard the saying about Australians, but them boys be, you know, competitive mm-hmm. for real, so. No, yeah. we we see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you you the prime example of a lot of great players playing the NBL. You know, people like Joe Ingles, um, Andrew Bogut, former Nebraska point guard Ty Webster. Ty Webster, plays for the New Zealand there. Breakers. For the Breakers, yeah, he's over there. You know, he he's playing real well. Sometimes I be you know tapping in a little bit, watching some of them games, and mm-hmm. he's been playing real well. But like, NBL's big, man. You know, you got a lot of people over there. You know, they just they just had a new team. They just created a new team. It's called. Yeah, the Tasmanian um, Jack Jumpers or something. <laughs> I can't remember what it's called, but it, it, it's something like that. But, yeah, you know, um, it's expanding. It's getting bigger. You know, they're adding more teams, and, you know, it's getting big for sure. Yeah, Tasmania Jack Jumpers, also a former Husker, Jack McVay, just signed with them. So yes, he did. So a real Nebraska ball flavor down in the NBL. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, bro. For the people, you know, that don't know that, you know, you played Juco, you at Chipola, right? Yeah, yeah, one of the top, you know, JUCOs in the country. Yeah. Um, how was that transition? And, you know, how was JUCO? And, you know, how was the transition from JUCO, you know, to, you know, high level at, uh, D1 basketball? My situation was a little different because I started off at TCU, you know, where, you know, Big 12. But uh, with the stuff I went through over there, you know, injuries and stuff like that, I kind of, you know, I kind of lost the, the love for the game, you know, with everything that was going on, so. Me really going back to JUCO was almost like a reset button for myself, you know what I'm saying? You know, I wanted to go there. People were telling me to transfer or go to another. But I just kind of wanted to go to JUCO and just play basketball and just kind of get that love back for real. But it's it's different, though. JUCO is definitely, definitely different, you know. You most definitely got to be built different to get out of there. But um, that was fun, though. I enjoyed it, for real. It was probably one of my best basketballs. That you lived all over the world. What do you consider home? Like, what what's home for you? And who's got the best food of the places you lived, and who's got the worst food? Piedmont, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely that. cooking. Definitely that. Definitely that. Um, but uh, for me, you know, like you said, I almost been everywhere for real. You know, I never really had a chance to, you know, stay with my, you know, family or whatever. But I, I really moved out of home. I moved out of home when I was about fourteen. You know. Wow. Yeah, I moved out of home since I was 14, and ever since then, till this day, I ain't really, you know, been being in home, with, you know, with my mom, but, what I, well, you know, obviously I have my family back home, but to me, what family is, you know, it's, it's my teammates, you know, just being around them every time, you know, hanging out with them, you know, knowing them personally, you know, outside of basketball, it's, it's deeper than just basketball, you know, with my teammates, so that's what I consider family for sure. Yeah, I mean, Lat, Cole, both y'all are considered, um, my brothers, um, I mean, we had talks, um, especially Lack kind of grew up way different than anybody else on the team, um, considering he had, he didn't really get to see his family. I mean, Lack, like, coming coming from somewhere different, um, so he got that extra chip on his shoulder, um, something we talked about. Um, I mean, Lack talked about just not going home until he could just make make sure his mom smile, um, just make, make sure they're taken care of, so. I mean, just day in and day out, you see that um, daily work and that fire inside of them. You know, Latin's on the court. I know one of the things that um, I thought was interesting when, when we talked earlier today uh, during the, the media day was just looking back on last year. And obviously, uh, everything was difficult I mean, with it, the COVID stuff, with the schedule stuff. 
all that. Uh, but you personally, I mean, you were playing out of position for darn near half the year. I mean, with Derek being out, I mean, you guys, you were the five uh, for, right. for the majority of the year. And I know that you said you'd never played the five before until last season. What was that experience like having to not only get thrown in the fire, you know, right away at Nebraska playing a different position, but having to do it in the Big Ten that has some of the best big men in all college basketball? It was different, but um, at the end of the day, you know, it was basketball, and that's something I love to do, you know. So I was definitely excited to, you know, step into that new role and just kind of do what the team needed. You know, Big Ten, it's physical, man, you know, day in, day out, man. You're going against some of the big, um, best bigs in the league or in the country for real. But um, it's definitely physical, and that made me, you know, made me want to eat some more. <laughs> I put on about 20 pounds, you know. <laughs> but um, now for real, though, I put on 20 pounds, you know, it, it, it was a great experience. I, I was glad I went through that, you know. The, it just kind of lets me know how physical the game is. You know, obviously coming out of Juco, it's, it's a little different in Juco, you know what I'm saying? And um, it, it was fun. I had fun, but... I could have had more fun, but. <laughs> well, Lat, we're going to keep you around here. We're going to we're going to stick. We're going to move over to the mailbag segment next. So uh, we're going to bring you and Kobe back on together with Trey and Bryce, and we've got lots of questions for you guys. So uh, we're going to enter the mailbag next. You're listening to Off Court with Trey and Bryce McGowan's. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with lips and ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N ads.com. You're listening to Off Court with the McGowans, brought to you by Tavern 180 and Tanner's Bar and Grill in Lincoln. And welcome back here to Off Court with Trey and Bryce McGowns, Sean Callahan, Robin Washett, Trey Bryce McGowns. This segment of the program brought to you by Gary Michaels Clothiers on 56th and Pine Lake Road. They are the official outfitters of Off Court as uh, they're going to dress Trey and Bryce McGowns here this year. And, and they're looking forward to getting their chance to get into Gary Michaels and get their suits uh, for the 2021 battle. You guys already got a suit picked out, probably, or a style you want, right? Not be fly. Yeah. <laughs> fly. Are you a bow tie guy or are you no, a no, straight no. tie? Uh, we I'm keep a, it casual. I'm a bow tie. Bow tie. Too old. I'm, I'm too old for bow ties. So do we know, by the way, are coaches going to go back to wearing ties? Are they going to go polo shirts this year? Do we even know that? I think they're going to stay at the polo. I, I think they got a little comfortable in those polos. The polo, the polo mm-hmm. look is, is kind of drippy, too, though. Doc, Doc it's likes people the polos. In the stands. Huh? It's people in the stands, though. They it, gonna, it's, it was they, people watching on TV. They're going to put it on. It depends. They gonna put it on. They might do it for a couple games. They gonna be comfy though. Oh, we putting it on for sure. For now the, the McGowan's are gonna be wearing the Gary Michael suits, right? Yeah. But the coaches can wear the polos. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Off the plane. All right. Well, here's we got the mailbag guys. And first question out of the gates for all four of you guys. Um, we got we got Lad and Kobe in here still with us as well. Favorite Kobe Bryant moment of all time. Who's going first on this one? Personally, my favorite Kobe Bryant moment is when he crossed dude, <clears throat> took that dribble. Lobbed at the shack. Talk about yeah, yeah. That was that was tough. I mean, I ain't got one specific Kobe moment, but I mean, just watching it with my cousins. um, I mean, Kobe was always their favorite player. So, I mean, just off that, I was young. 
looking up to them. So, I mean, that always made it one of my favorite players as well. So, I don't really just got one, but it just definitely brought all the cousins and all this together. So, mm-hmm. that's my moment. Yeah. R.I.P. the Mamba. Man. You know, great score no. ever. <laughs> Man, no cap. I mean, my name Kobe, so, you know. <laughs> Oh, I can't pick one like like Trey said. Um, I said an eighty-one point game. Um, I think me and Lat was literally watching that game on the road. Then we watched it a couple times on YouTube. That's just crazy. Think about eighty-one points. I think it was like fifty something in the in in second half, mm-hmm. something like that. Um, that one, and then I give another one. It's just a picture though. I seen it. Uh, he was like behind the backboard, about to shoot. Oh yeah. And mm-hmm. it was it was like three people contesting the shot. Um, but he's literally behind the backboard, like, falling out of bounds. And so like. It just like this dude is that good. Like they gotta contest this this shot, and he's shooting it behind the backboard. So it's like, OD. Um, you know. But yeah, I said an eighty-one point game. That one, that's the top. That's top one for me. For me, um, it was probably like when they retired both of his jerseys. I feel like that was real special. You know, obviously, you know what he did in both numbers. Uh, that was probably my favorite moment for real. Nobody asked me, but I'm going to go with Matt Barnes when he tried to flinch Ooh, the ball at him. Yeah, that's and just stonewalled him. Just <laughs> didn't, didn't, didn't even react. I mean, he that, was just rocking back and forth. Cold-blooded. Cold-blooded. All right. So here's, a, here's an interesting one that kind of speaks on the uh, name, image, likeness movement that this whole deal is a part of. They reference Lexi Sun, the volleyball player who has her own clothing line out. You know, She's got her own logo and everything. If you guys were to have your own clothing line, what would it be, and which one of you on their, on the team would sell the most off the off their clothing line? All I got to say, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, it'd probably be me for real. Cause <laughs> I got you know I got people back home, you know I got some people over here, I got people in Africa, it's you true. know. He's saying, international. So, yeah. You feel me? I'm global. So. Yeah, I'm global. <laughs> we global. What the fuck, baby? Yeah, yeah. But who the best dressed on the team? That's all I gotta do. It. I do be throwing it on. I do be. I just be putting it on though. No. Easy. They be slight. Trey be doing it, but I ain't gonna lie, Trey. Sometimes, sometimes you be you be doing a lot. I don't be doing a lot. <laughs> it be a lot. It be a lot for Nebraska. Yeah. No, okay, don't do that. <laughs> what you mean? You mean for like? I've, okay, I see you saying. Because down football. south, Atlanta, Charlotte. Yeah, you doing that? When I pop out, somebody other, somebody else city. Gotta, gotta come. Different step. going out in Hotland. Right, yeah. Street, right? No, that's facts. That's facts. Okay, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Because I feel saying. like the fashion scene is just like yeah. different. Down yeah, no, no. So that's like, that's yeah. facts. That's facts. I'm just saying, though. I'm going to start. I'm going to hold you accountable, though. No, nah, hold me accountable for sure. I'm just going to make sure you can't walk out of the house and crazy. Because I'm not going to walk Indiana, with you. He's from Indiana. He just got to get used to it, you know? <laughs> this dude. He done, <laughs> now, now tra- don't do that. You don't see You see my closet. Thugger, baby. You do, what? Thugger. Oh. <laughs> Come on. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> hey, yo. I thought you was a wild stuff, nah, bro. Thug. Nah, okay, okay, okay. Nah, thug you see my future. Cl- you see my closet, though. You know, you feel yeah, me? Thug right. future. That's where we get our um, drip from. Huh. That's how we learn how to dress down south. We look huh. up to um, people like them. Nah, fair but nah, stay tuned. We're we going to have some in stores closer to the season. Yeah, so. We might be getting some off-court No, nah, we're definitely going to have some any, any for loyal listeners. Podcast, for sure. All right. Yeah. So this one is, you know, just kind of a, on the basketball tone. But uh, looking back over the course of your careers, what's the one bit of advice that you would consider the best advice, the something that's really stuck with you uh, over the course of your basketball careers, whether it be at Nebraska and high school and middle school, whatever, anything that's really stuck with you as basketball players? Uh, really, you know, it really doesn't have to do with basketball, but, you know, it kind of does. Really just being able to, you know, Keep your circle tight, you know. Don't. It's people in, you know, that's gonna, you know, try and come to your life just to, you know, 
just because who you are. And But you really just got to stay prayed up, you know, continue to stay humble. And, you know, God will take care of the rest. So, you know, that, that really, st- you know, ha- coming from, you know, a Christian background, grandfather, pastor, and just having, you know, everybody's in the church. So just just having family members that watch over us is, is everything. I must just speak on, um, I mean, it's, it's one thing when kind of adult says it, but, I mean, it just definitely hits different when somebody kind of um, – Closer to your age says it. So I, I definitely got to go. Um, Kelly Bryant, K-Bug, big brother to me and Bryce. Um, just prayers up, blessings down. Um, just seeing everything he went through. Um, I mean, he stayed the same. Um, highs, lows, um, he was he was still the same person. Um, he never changed up. So just staying, staying low, never getting too high, never getting too low. So whenever you guys see them, do hashtag P-U-B-D. That's prayers up, blessings down for, mm-hmm. for anybody that didn't know. So, Kobe, what about you? Uh, I I'll stick to more of the basketball side of things. I'll just say, um, my one of my mentors back home, like a big, big bro, uncle, kind of figure. Um, but um, D, shout out DG. Um, he always just tells me, you know, everything's more mental than physical. Um, you know, I talk to him almost every week. Um, just about you know keeping your mind, like Trey said, not being too high, not being too low. Um, not attaching your emotions to um, to things that that really aren't benefiting you. Not giving your energy to things that aren't benefiting you. Um, so I would say, you know, just um, everything. Like I said, is everything is more mental than than physical. Sure. What? Um, it probably had to be um, my my big brother for real, cause he pretty much told me how to play basketball. And, and when he told me to play basketball, it was, it was more like false. Like, you know, like I used to be in there mad like he used to. But now looking back on it, you know, everything he said and everything he did for me, you know, it was, it was to make me better, you know. At a young age, I obviously didn't, you know, didn't see it like that. But um, definitely, uh, you know, mindset, you know, knowing what you want to do. Um, but one thing he definitely um, told me, and I remember until this day was, you know, mean what you say and do what you and do what you say you know what i'm saying so that kind of sticks with me you know if i tell myself i'm gonna go to the gym whether i like it or not i'm, I'm gonna go do that you know you know just simple stuff for real like with everything like if i say i'm gonna do something for somebody i'm gonna go ahead and do that you know what i'm saying just you know like what he said but you're a good shooter how many jump shots a day do you shoot in practice like do you have a goal that you try to shoot in your routine i want to say i have a goal or anything but um, at the academy I went to back home, they used to make us get up um, 15,000 shots up a week, and you had to lock it in outside of practice. So, you know, that was just something that always stuck with me, and, you know, that was just something I, like I've always done, you know, get up a few thousand shots in a week, you know, whether, you know, one day maybe get 500 or another day get 200, but, you know, just make sure it adds up to about 15,000, 2,000 shots a week outside of practice. 1,500, you said then, or? Okay, so you said 15,000. I was like, yeah, wow, that's I'm a lot. Tri- I'm tripping. Yeah, I'm, I'm tripping. I'm tripping. I was just talking. That, that's, 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 that's cap. That's a lot. I'm talking, yeah, 1,500. But obviously, that was, that was back in, um, you know, at the academy, 1,500 shots um, to 1,000 shots um, a week. And, you know, you had to lock it in. But now, that's I probably pro- get, yeah, that's none. That's, that's a day. I'll do that in a day for real. But uh, outside of practice, we got a lot of shots up. All right, guys, we're going to pick this back up. we got more questions as we'll continue this extended mailbag. You're listening to Off Court with Trade Bryce McGowns. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. 
Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. All of the lights. You're listening to Off Court with the McGowans, brought to you by Tavern 180 and Tanner's Bar and Grill in Lincoln. And welcome back here to the final segment of Off Court. It's our fourth show, guys. It's hard to believe, Train Bryce, that we've gone through four shows already um, as we have embarked on the name, image, and likeness era, and you guys have launched this podcast, this segment of the show, brought to you by Lazari's Pizza, right off 48th and Old Cheney Road. They were up here last week. I know you guys got the leftovers that home with you, tough. and that, that was some good pizza last week for those Aries up here, so we'll have them up again as well. All right, well, we're going to continue the mailbag here. I know Robin has got um, a lot of questions for you, so we're going to let Robin take it over here. All right, guys, as I'm sure you know, the July uh, AAU live periods are about to wrap up here. Um, you know, you all, I'm sure, played your, your various careers in, in AAU. I guess when you look back on that, that time of, of your basketball lives, what are some memories that really jump out, whether it be, you know, something crazy that happened during a game or uh, a particular performance where you played really well in front of a bunch of coaches or something that, that, that when you look back on your AAU, is, is there one moment or game that, that sticks with you as one of your favorites? Uh, I would say it was, it was like, you know, just the matter of time, like, you know, over time, you know, just seeing yourself elevate over time. It was, it was, it was all just amazing. You know what I'm saying? You know, from, when you first started to middle school, you know, to the, you know, last three years of high school that you got to play, uh, I think that was just like the best part about it, just seeing yourself elevate. But the most lit, the littest game I've ever been to was when Trey and them played We All Can Go. That jump was beaten. <laughs> it should be noted that Bryce is wearing an EYBL sweatshirt and EYBL shorts, so <laughs> clearly he's still got fond memories. Trey, how about you? Um, really just the relationships and um, bonds. Um, that we kind of created. I mean, my AAU team, um, I mean, we finished, what we finished? Finished like 10 in the country mm. um, or something like that. And we had, like, everybody wanted to have hoop dreams like back then, sure. you know. They football players now. They all football players. football. So I'm a name. We, got, we had Braden Galloway. He the tight end at Clemson. Uh, Trey Turner, receiver. Receiver. Um, VT. Yeah, Virginia Tech. Stephon Wynn, off defensive lineman. Um, that's actually one of my um, best friends. Yeah, Bama. Um, yeah, he at Bama. Um, Sam Pickney, Georgia State, um, and then we just we just had so many guys, and it was yeah, Demar Demarcus Gregory. Um, he was at Ole Miss. He transferred. He'll be at USF this year. But like, it was only a couple of us who ended up going to play basketball. So, but I mean, the memories, um, the bonds, we still communicated this day. So that's pretty much the thing that stood out to me. Nice. What about you, Kobe? I'll say the memories, the bonds, like Trey said. Um, I I got two memories that sort of came in the same tournament. We were playing the Gauntlet Series, Super 64 out in Vegas, and we were playing John Wall's team mm-hmm. when he was back with Adidas, and um, he ended up coming to the game. And so I think I ball went to go out of bounds or something like that. I went to save the ball, and I slid, and I'm like, I'm like leaning on his leg. <laughs> And he ended up like, come on, yo, y'all wild. Y'all wildin'. That's his favorite memory. Chill out, chill out, chill out. Y'all wildin', y'all wildin'. Y'all wildin', bro. Come on, y'all. Come on, bro. I slid into the stands. 
John Wall ended up like helping me up type shit. And so I was like, I was like, do you feel me? That was dope. Like I was, I was, I would have been like 16 years old, 15, 16 years old. No, he was just like, go hustle. Like, you feel me? Pick me. But aside from that, whatever they got going on, uh, in the Super 64, me and, and my boys, Indiana Elite, shout out Indiana Elite, uh, we ended up uh, winning the Super 64. I think that put us like top 10 in the country uh, for AAU. So we won the whole whole gauntlet series uh, out in Vegas. So uh, that was a super dope memory. Nice. And, and Lat, did you play AAU? Or I guess what, what, what was your youth basketball experience like? C-Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I talked about it before, uh, but it was C-Bowl, man. It wasn't. It was fun, but it wasn't fun because... Like I said, we were playing against some grown people. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what was the moment where, like, you're like, man, this is I'm playing against like a 30 year old dude, like right now? Oh right? yeah, it was, it was, it was, um, it was, it was when one dude elbowed me in the forehead. <laughs> <laughs> I had to leave the game, and I had like seven stitches on my head. Um, but yeah, that's when I knew, like, yeah, they're strong. <laughs> this is her. Yeah, they're that's strong. All right, keep it keep it on the, the basketball memory train. Uh, one guy wants to know, when did you have your first dunk, whether it be just messing around at the gym or in a game? Uh, and you know, what, what was that, that memory like for you guys? Cole still got to have his first dunk. He be dunking at um, Sky Zone trampoline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, y'all, y'all notice Trey, Trey still goes to Sky Zone. <laughs> he got the hey, mind of a fourth grader. Grab a Toby, all that back on. Look, Toby, nah. you go there often. Um, my first dunk was actually in the game. I went to go lay it up. Somebody undercut me. Ended up turning my wrist, dunked it. And one, got a tick. <laughs> For dunking? Nah, he didn't. <laughs> first dunk, first yeah, dunk, first you gotta dunk. get a tick. Yeah, yeah. It was his first dunk. How old were you? Um, want to say, what was it? 10th grade, it was 10th grade. Nice. And then after that, I tried to dunk again um, for like <laughs> region championship or something like that. Missed. We still won the game, though. <laughs> but it, it was like a close game. I was like, ooh, whoop, get up. Everybody can be touched. It's close. I'm a dunk. Missed it. Back All right, yeah. what about you, Brad? Uh, My first dunk was probably in, I think it was in ninth grade. It was it was off of alley. It was, it was like a practice alley-oop though and then in game it was probably uh summer of ninth grade it was my first dunk so it just, just nice. a standard breakaway or did you put it on somebody nah it was it was weak low-key <laughs> i don't even count it as a dunk hey dunk's a dunk yeah. all right kobe you got one yeah i, I dunked before i ain't making no game no i'm gonna take my you ain't I'm dunking a, a game yet no nah, i'm taking my that's a layup i need my two that's right i need to make sure that that's the right. ball go in now i, I uh they know I be I can get up. Nah, he, he can win all that. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting old. But Husker fans, say, you feel me? I gotta say the legs for the season. I'm good. I'm gonna take my two points. Husker but, fans, we gonna hold him accountable this year because he told us he was gonna get a dunk this year. No, nah, I said I, no. Nah, I'm gonna get one. Right. I'm gonna get one. It's on the record. Everybody it's here. Right? It's there. Yeah. It's gonna. Be, I don't know when, but it's gonna. At some <laughs> point. <laughs> nah, my my first my first like dunk was uh after like an open gym, uh it was like off a little lob or whatever. Dunked it. It was weak, weak, but you hey. feel me? You feel me? It'd it be like that. But yeah. nah, everybody nah. first dunk like that. Weak. Right. You feel me? You feel me? So, but nah, they know I, I can get up. I can get up there. Nah, Cole got bounce. All right, you chilling. Lap, first dunk. Um, my first dunk actually wasn't weak. It was, um, <laughs> but it wasn't real though. But look, it wasn't real. But listen though, listen, yeah. listen. It was real, but it wasn't real. 
So like back home, like we used, uh, when I was younger, we used um, so we had this park by the crib. Everybody used to walk to, you know, everybody kind of stay close. And after we done, we get done playing. What we used to do is there used to be this like um, shopping cart thing, and we used to place it right there by um, just a little bit below the free throw line. And, you know, you just come take off, step on that thing, boom. <laughs> That was my first dunk. <laughs> my second dunk was weak because it was real. But uh, <laughs> it was um, it was kind of like on a side goal, and I just kind of like you know a little rim grace. But uh, favorite in-game dunk was probably at um, the Sudanese tournament because back home we'd be holding some Sudanese basketball tournaments. Man, the crowd jumping. Ooh, I can't. Cho no. His brother back there shaking his yeah. head. Cho no. He's seen that. You know what I'm saying? But it was, um, but it was, I, I can't remember. I think it was off like a, a rebound. I just kind of pushed it coast to coast. And I had one dude in and out and I just, just cupped that thing. Boom! Boom! <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, that was my favorite one for sure. Alright, so Trey, this one more question for you. It's going to stay on the dunk theme. Somebody wants to know what was your favorite dunk from last year? And I personally know you tried to take some souls out there with a couple of those dunks, and I know a couple of them didn't go in. I did was it. But, but you were going after people. What was the one that you finished that was your favorite dunk from last year? Ooh. I ain't going to lie. I ain't even like that dunk, though. What was one? The jab. It, it was cool, but I, I had, I had, I've had some, a lot of, a lot other better dunks, so just, just know. Which just one? Which tuned. one? People, for people yeah. that don't know. What was my favorite dunk? Bro, that, it was probably the Doan. Do, do, how you say your name? Doan? Who? Doan. Who you talking about? Doan? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Doan College. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I, I, I never got the, I never got a two-foot dunk in the game. That weak dunk, bro. You ain't dunk. <laughs> nah, my favorite dunk, my favorite dunk of his was when we played um, Michigan State, and we we ran a play like you know it was kind of like you know I was on the other side. I knew the play, I knew the play was for Trey, but I kind of ran the play a little bit, and I was just watching. Yeah. I seen him jab, and he went right down the middle. Like the whole other side was like you know nobody seen it coming. I'm just watching, dude. He he oh. I don't even know how to say it. Like space so I'm watching like it right now. Stars. He dunked it and then lost his footing and fell on. Yeah, he yeah he he fell on his tailbone. He said. He said. Uh, I talked to him after. He said. Um, so after he fell, he kind of just had to lay down for a little. Got <laughs> to make sure I was good. It wasn't yeah. just a re- adrenaline pumper. Yeah, yeah, he just made sure he was. He was good. He was just laying down for a little. He knew he just did something crazy, but. Mm. He wasn't sure. It, the yeah. fall just took the whole momentum out. That's a good one. Just, just, just look up Trey, Trey McGowan's Michigan State dunk. It's the first thing that pops up. You'll see it. Ooh, ooh, you know I got a windmill for y'all this year, though. Y'all I got a between this year. Honey. Hey, no, you know the other one I, that was that was crazy? Uh, The Creighton joint. Yeah, Creighton was my break. favorite dunk. Now that I think about it. Because nobody knew you was finna dunk. Yeah. Like, I thought you was finna. Like, when you jumped, I was like, what is bro doing? Because like, no, it looked like he was about to just finger roll it. And then he realized he was so high that he just turned the ball over. Nah, yeah. dunk. I, was finna, I was finna lay it up, though. Because I was like, ah, oh, I took out too far. But nah, now that y'all remind me, Creighton was my that favorite That one was dunk. silly. All right, guys. Well, this has been a lot of fun. And I'm going to say this. Can, can we get... Kobe and Lat up here again. Yeah, this definitely. is a lot of fun. Yeah, as long as we feed you guys, you'll be up here, right? No cap. Just keep getting some of that um, next slim, episode. slim chicken. We're gonna yeah. be up. We need a waffles next time. Well, we still got about a quarter and a half left in this game, so you guys want to get back and watch uh, some of this game six. But we will be back again next week for oh, another man, edition good. of Off Court. Well, I, I have a question. Thanks for listening to Off Court with the McGowans, powered by Husker Online. Join us for another show next week, brought to you by Tavern 180 and Tanner's Bar and Grill in Lincoln.